y'all, this is episode 50. That's halfway to 100. Math. <laughs> you got it. Tell me 50 things you love about this podcast. I have enough attempt on 50 <laughs> things. Uh, each episode. Oh. Episode yeah. zero. Well, because we skipped. That's right. So we do. This is. It's 50. I think we're going to keep it. Let's you know, just keep it. You know, It'll I be said a weird that, quirk. I said that we were going to um, like have to do a makeup one yeah. at some point. I think the I think zero right. is our makeup. I got, I need to go back. I think it's like episode thirteen or twelve or something. We're just very superstitious. Which I love thirteen though. Okay. Like I like the number thirteen. Why? Uh, Dan Marino. Okay. Favorite football player. Really? Yeah. Big Dolphins fan. Was. Yeah. I got three or four Dan Marino jerseys. Okay. I got a. If you look at my garage, I got a signed picture of Dan Marino. On my workbench, framed. I don't know. Dan Marino. There wasn't All a I think about is Ace Ventura. Well, there's also that too. <laughs> so good. Uh, growing up young, young, we didn't have the Titans. Uh-huh. When hey, did the Titans come to Nashville? 98, 97? Mm-hmm. Uh, they were in Memphis first. Yeah. Because Memphis had a stadium. Right. Uh, but, yeah. Uh question okay and i know that there are a lot of listeners that are our age okay well i have two things on that mary best sent me this uh this meme gif i don't know what you call it tweet i I actually think it's just a tweet that she saw online and this made me laugh because you were born in 85 five yeah i was 84 I said, shout out to everyone born between 1980 and 1985. I said, you've been Gen X, Gen <laughs> Y, a millennial, the Oregon Trail, gener- the Oregon Trail generation, a, zen- a zen- zenial, yeah. an elder millennia, <laughs> and now, checks notes, geriatric millennial. <laughs> it's like, we've been all those things. They just keep naming us. They don't, they don't know what we are. And the, wor- the worst one is the last one. Geriatric millennial. <laughs> that Ugh. sounds terrible. Anyways, we have a lot of people our age. I yes. want to know if you grew up this way because when I think about my childhood and being a Miami Dolphins fan, yeah, I think about um, getting my first jersey ah. and it being like, this is a huge, like I had jerseys, I was like, this is awesome. But what came with the jersey, and I want to know if you rocked this too, which I would assume you did, a turtleneck <laughs> with the logo on it? Did you have that? You didn't have like a little Alabama. No. You didn't, you didn't have an Alabama, like a white like a white turtleneck with an A oh, on I it. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking okay, about. Okay, But I did not have one. All right. Well, I did. <laughs> of... The Miami Dolphins. Nice. I did, I was not a big enough like fan of any team to be rocking a jersey. And if I did, plot twist, it probably would have been the University of Tennessee. Yeah. Because until I went to college, basically I was a Tennessee fan. So do you know what's funny? Tell me. I've, I don't know if I've said this out loud before. Uh, I had an Alabama jersey. <laughs> Because me be when I was like eight, yeah, maybe eight, eight or nine. Like everyone around me was a Tennessee fan, right? And I didn't like it. You're like I wanted to be a rebellious, so I was like, I'll do Alabama. But then, like, I was like, uh, who cares? Yeah, like, I didn't know what that meant. I was like, what's a college? Yeah. Like, I didn't even know. One year for Christmas, I was probably seven, maybe eight. I wanted a full 
Auburn football get up. Just because. Yeah. Yeah, of course. And I got it. And there's yeah. pictures of me like <laughs> randomly in a full-out Auburn football uniform. Well, there's certain colleges, right, that like transcend. Yeah. Um, and like teams too, like back in the day, like the Raiders. Yeah. Like it didn't matter, right? Yeah. I would say the Miami Hurricanes. Mm. You just saw people rocking the, U. the starter jacket. Yeah. Pullover. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the U or like North Carolina, right? Yeah. Didn't they kind of have that too? Oh, um, yeah. Tar Heels. I remember like they, people they, randomly yeah, being. Like, why are you a Tar Heels fan? I was yeah. like, why not? Yeah. Well, that's where Jordan went. I don't know. <laughs> but. Anyways, we went from 13 to Dan Marino to Dolphins to Turtlenecks. Well, and this is the last thing I'll say. Okay. My mom was a teacher. She, yeah. she was a teacher for a very long time. And I don't know if this was a normal occurrence or if this was a one-time thing. But one year at the end of school, my mom like looked through the lost and found. Yeah. And she brought me home. <laughs> this <laughs> giant Washington Redskins. I'm going to call it a starter jacket, but this thing was like huge, Ginormous. fluffy, and I was pumped about it, but then I I wore it to, I knew that this had previously belonged to somebody else oh, no. at my school, and I wore it the next year, like always with my head on a swivel, like who's going to come and call me out for wearing their Washington Redskins starter jacket? Never happened. It's not the Washington Redskins. Well, that's right. It's the Washington football team. Washington. At that time, though, it was very much the Washington Redskins. That's funny. You knew like, oh, like somebody's somebody's <laughs> still wore it though. That's awesome. Have you gone online? I've looked to like try to get like starter jackets. Yeah. They're expensive. Yeah. Like the retro ones. If, if, you, if you just held on to that stuff. Uh, right. It yeah. wouldn't have fit. Yeah. Um, well, guys, episode 50. <laughs> I'm Justin. That's hey, I'm Chris. Chris over here. <laughs> uh, we are um, excited. What was I? I was going to talk about something. I, t- I totally <laughs> forgot. Totally forgot. Um, we're excited for episode 50. We're in a series uh, on Philippians 4. Mm. Um, we're going to be in verse 9. As we kind of talked today, we actually didn't have a bunch in our notes. Like yeah. We kind of had a little pre-production meeting, which is very rare for us. Mm. Um, and we kind of talked. So this may not be our last episode. Last week was an hour long. This yeah. one may not be that long. Right. Or if we talk about... Um, if we talk about clothes we used to wear as kids, <laughs> this stolen may, clothes. This may be an hour long. <laughs> this may be an hour long. Um, last week we talked about bowling. Yes, right. And yeah. you went bowling last week. Yeah, like right afterwards That's with right. your kids. Yes. What did you bowl? A one ninety five. I have Dang. not bowled in maybe years. And my first game back was one. I had I had one open frame. It was the I missed. Are you serious? Yeah. So uh, in the tenth. I got a strike, a nine. The only pin I missed was my last pin in the no. whole game. So it wouldn't really matter. Would have gotten a one ninety six, but that's good. That's pretty. My best game ever is two thirty five, which is. I mean, you got to get strikes in a row yeah. to really get. And uh, so I was really happy with one ninety five. It's fun, man. Yeah, we need Just to go. Throw the ball. We need to go. Yeah. Maybe in a few weeks. Yeah. Celebration. It, It'll be our celebration. We're going to go. It's going to be a, I said burger, but you could probably buy a burger there. But we added that's another, another B. B. Bowling, yeah. The Bible, like we both got excited. <laughs> the Bible buffoon 
bowling burger birthday bash. Yes. That's six Bs. Bonanza. Oh, boy. It's going to be awesome. I'm so excited, guys. It's going to be great. Whenever this is. We'll have uh, ambient bowling sounds. Yeah. Like, Which was cosmic bowling. Oh, yeah. Couldn't see. They have lights. Um, all right. So for this one, we're going to jump into it. We got no new whatnots. We got no new uh, shout outs. <laughs> got no new so-and-sos. Um, all those things. We're just going to jump in here to Philippians 4. Um, 4, 9. Uh, as, as we've been talking about um, last week, we did the anxious thoughts and the peace of God that guards your heart uh, and the peace that transcends all understanding. Uh, some awesome verses there. Um, and then Philippians 4, after that, it rolls into 8. And it says, finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if mm-hmm. there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things. In verse 9, what you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, Practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. And the God of peace will be with you. Mm-hmm. So those things right there. Yes. So as it kind of ties into this whole Philippians deal of this anxious thoughts and this prayer and this being with God and this peace of God and letting it guard your hearts and all these things and whatever's true and noble and right and praiseworthy, think about such things. And then non kind of wraps it up a little bit. And it says, uh, think about these things. What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things. Mm. Um, Over and over again, I think in the Bible, we read of Jesus. I mean, there's parables of this too, right? So there's parables of um, like the good soil or the foundation, yeah, right? Uh, um, Like the good soil and, and these different things of like, if you hear me, do these things. Yeah. And I kind of like what Paul is saying here is like, I know you're reading this. I know you're getting this. Don't let it go one ear through, you know, through one ear and out the other. Like think about this and do it. Mm. Um, and so much, um, I think so much of our Christianity and, and we could easily be a a good slash bad example of this (laughs) of, we sit and have a podcast. We talk hours about the Bible and we teach about the Bible and we preach about the Bible and we uh, read about the Bible and we study about the Bible. And it's like, that's all good. But then what are you doing about it? Mm. What else? And I think what Paul is saying here is like, whatever you see me do, whatever you read, all these things you got and you learn and you hear about and you all that. Great. Now go do it. Yeah. Don't just sit on your hands. Don't just sit back and go, Oh, I wish someone would do this or, Oh, that sounds good in theory. He's like, get your tail up and let's go. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the case for us now. Mm-hmm. I think that's the case for, for a majority of us in church. Yeah. Of just like, okay, well that sermon was good. It's like, <laughs> but did, did it change you? Did you do anything about it? Yeah. I don't know. I think it's interesting. Um, chapter four sort of all is moving in this one direction. Mm-hmm. It's kind of yeah. moving in this one vein and then it's, and it's really sort of focused on the thought life of the believer. Uh-huh. And it's talking about your attitude and it's talking about 
what you dwell your yeah. thoughts on and it's mm-hmm. talking about anxiety and then he's going and he's going and then all of a sudden he just like takes this left turn <laughs> and he's like and then do these things and to me what that says is something that we've talked about a lot like mm-hmm. um your thought life and what you choose to spend your time thinking about uh or not thinking about is going to produce in you action or inaction oh yeah and I think that Paul is is landing his plane <laughs> in in that airport. He's saying, if you dwell on the peace of God, if you think about things that are good and holy and righteous and just and on and on and on, then you should take those things and activate them into your life by following what you've heard from me and following what you've seen me do. Yeah. And... That's a pretty common theme. It's like, you know, your salvation is in Christ. Your identity is in Christ. That's secure. That's safe. That's something that you can trust in. But that also produces in you a new way of life, a new way of living, a new decision-making process that actually plays out in real life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, So here's the, you know, we talked and you said, hey, do you have any questions? When I read this, there's a few things that jump out at me okay and we could talk we may have an hour on this we may have four minutes on this i have no idea um nine kind of goes what you have learned that's one what you have learned what you have received and heard and seen in me practice these things and the god of peace will be with you Mm -hmm. we're going to talk a little bit about what that practicing means right but i think there's there's those what three or four learned received heard and seen yeah let's kind of go through those okay because you read that and you go oh okay what does it mean how do we today do we have those four you know for us today right um not from paul but i guess you could right i mean because we're literally reading his word yeah Um, but like what are those four things um, and what was he talking about in those? And then how does it apply to us today? Yeah. Um, the way that I read it is I actually read this as two groups of two. Okay. Um, so I put learned and received together. Uh-huh. And then I put heard and seen together. Okay. Uh, so to me, learned and received is teaching. It's preaching. It is um, the sharing of the gospel message. You know, Paul talks a lot about uh, the gospel that I've received, I've uh-huh. passed on to you. Uh-huh. Uh, the things that I've learned by revelation through, from Jesus, Jesus, I have passed on mm-hmm. to you. This is a, a proclamation of <laughs> truth. This is what we're doing right now. Yeah. So what we're doing is trying to talk about the good news of Jesus mm-hmm. and share that message. That That is a, a learning and a receiving. The second part, um, what you have heard from me and seen in me, this is personal, practical discipleship. This is Paul saying, I lived with you. You saw how I conducted myself. You saw the way that I treated people. You saw the way that I cared for you. The things that you saw me doing, the things that you heard me saying with my mouth yeah. <laughs> in your presence, do those things. So it's this two, it's this two aspect. There's one, there's this preaching and teaching and the sharing of the gospel. And that can kind of happen outside of the bounds of a personal relationship. 
Like people could be listening to this podcast and they don't have any idea who we are. Oh yeah, they, they don't have any idea if we actually live any of this stuff out in our real <laughs> yeah, life. Right? We could just be really good at reading the Bible and yeah. telling people what we think about it. But the people that are actually here yeah. and in our in, in our lives get a chance to see if we're actually doing yeah. the second part of this, and it's actually living out a life of Christ that produces discipleship and the fruits of the spirit. And so that's the distinction to me. It's like, there's this preaching and teaching aspect, super important to Paul. He's, he, you know, oh, he's, yeah. he's planting <laughs> churches, writing letters everywhere, but it seems as it's just as important to him that people had these real life experiences with him as a person and that he modeled for them the way that Christ would have them live. And so they've seen it and they've heard it for real in his real life. Yeah. That's big. I just talked a long time. There you go. I don't know. <laughs> I like it. Um, I look at this very, very similarly, similarly than the new. I I kind of look at it as, which I'm surprised you didn't go here. Oh, as a like discipleship. Yeah. Area. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, so if you're sitting here and you go, I don't know if I've learned and received. Are you putting yourself into a place to learn and receive? Yeah. Right. Like, do you go to church? Yeah. Are you putting yourself right there? Um, also learn. It could be like, are you reading? Mm-hmm. Are you reading the good book? Yeah. Are you uh, reading other books? Are you listening to other things? Like, are you actively trying to learn yeah. about God, about the spirit, about how you're supposed to live? Um, and then I think that receiving is also that part of um, sitting under someone's feet, mm-hmm. sitting by under sitting next to someone <laughs> under you're now an ottoman yeah, you're 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 a, you're approximate to somebody's foot <laughs> you're around someone's feet listening to them <laughs> you're an ottoman uh yeah like going to church in a small group somewhere where it's like you are receiving this teaching like yeah. are you putting yourself in there and i think a lot of people um i think a lot of people I'm one of them. I don't like to read. Mm. Right. I just, I'm dyslexic. Reading's hard. I don't yeah. listen, but like, it's like, okay. So I have to put myself out there and be like, all right, I'm going to read and study. Cause I need to do that. Right. I think another, a lot of people don't really like to be preached at. Yeah. And told. Yeah. And taught in that way. And I think it's a prideful thing for sure. I can read it. I got it. I don't yeah. need you to tell me what this means <laughs> um, until you come to a place of just this, humble place of like there's people smarter than me yeah i'm gonna listen to them mm-hmm. and i'm gonna take what they say and do that and so i think there's some people in here that just don't like that uh, but I said you need to learn you need to receive and then heard i think again that is are you in this discipleship area is there people in your life that you're getting to hear from mm. uh, that is speaking truth into you and what you have seen yeah um that's uh, to me that's an action step what I also think about this is if you are a maturing Christian, you should be these things as somebody else. Yeah, that's right. People need to see you. People need to hear you. People need to learn from you. Um, you you also need to give them that you know message so they can receive it. So I think, again, so many times we are we we put ourselves in the receiving end of this. Uh-huh. Well, I want to do this, but no. Once you reach, you're, you're, you're a thoroughfare. Yeah. <laughs> it's flowing yes, through you. Right. Yeah. So you got to do this too. Yeah. How are you doing this to other people? Yeah. Um, and then, uh, and then Paul goes in this and it says, what you've seen in me, 
practice these things and the God of peace will be with you. Yeah. So what does he mean by practice these things? Well, you read all of Paul's writings, yeah. <laughs> right? Like basically he's saying everything that I've taught you. Yeah. Try to live them out. Practice these things. Yeah. Go and do them. Yeah. Don't sit on your hands. Don't say, oh, that's a good, but I'm not going to go do these things. <laughs> go and do this. Yeah. Um, now that can be a daunting task. If you're like everything Paul told them to do, I got to figure out like, that's a lot of things. Mm -hmm. but it's like, yeah, it is. But also Paul is trying to be the best Christian, the best Jesus follower that you can be. So we should probably listen and try to do as much as we can. Um, but he says, just go out and do it. There's an action, a faith step, I think, for us to say, okay, let's go. Yeah. Um, and let me try to do this. And that might be uh, for some people, man, I'm going to work this month on these four things. If you kind of put all the things that Paul wants you to do in one list, you're like, there's no way I can you know, do this. But if you put four things on a list, if you yeah. do things on a list, go out and do it. Mm. And learn from it um, and try to do it. And what I love about that too, and it says it, practice these things. One, he knows you're not going to get it perfectly right. So practice them, right? Like that's where you continue to do it and yeah. do it and do it until you get really good at it. Right. Um, and then it says, and then the peace of God will be with you. Mm -hmm. When you don't get it right, the peace of God will be with you. Um, in that there. Uh, is there something that when you were a kid that you were an adult like practiced a lot at to get better at do you remember like i practiced so much at this now i know now in your business side like when you making axes yeah like I had that, a lot of practice at that. there was a lot of yeah. learning and a lot of doing it wrong <laughs> doing it wrong and practicing and practicing to where now it's like oh wow like you can do that yeah pretty well very well i hope so uh but if you were to go back years ago it'd be like uh no one wants yeah. this thing yeah i don't want this thing i gotta yeah. redo it right <laughs> but is there something else can you remember something as a kid practicing a lot at yes uh in the third grade for easter whoa this is very specific my parents got me uh a juggling for dummies book and i I was not a very like, I did, I wasn't like a stick to it kind of kid. Like I would yeah. try something that I'd yeah. move on to the next yeah. thing, yeah. move on yeah. to the next yeah. thing. Yeah. For some reason, I was obsessed with. Can you juggle now? Yeah, I can juggle now. I taught myself how to juggle in the third grade and got really good at it. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. And it and it's like riding a bike. I could, I'll never forget. <laughs> I practiced juggling. from a book. I learned how to juggle from a book. How weird is that? Well, we have you have internet, <laughs> right? At third grade, yep. you have internet. Yep. This would have been you said third grade. This would like have been ninety three. Ninety three. Yeah. yeah. Um, I also learned how to juggle. I also practiced as a child. <laughs> Do you like practice with your knees against the bed? I don't know. So you can't walk forward because yeah. like, typically you run around. <clears throat> typically, you can try to go forward. Yeah. My dad got me a book too, and it was like three bean bags. Yep, and it was like what, yellow, red, blue, yep. like these little bean bags. I didn't stick with it. I didn't really learn until I was in high school and played tennis. Yeah. And you're just around a bunch of tennis balls, yeah. and so you're bored. So that's when I kind of yeah. learned it. But that's, that's awesome. Like yeah. You practiced and practiced and practiced. Stuck practice. to it, yeah. 
I don't remember anything that I practiced that oh, time. There you go. I mean, I played a lot of sports. Yeah. Um, I don't remember one thing that I just like continually practiced. Like I, I never took piano lessons. Um, well, I know I'll, I'll take that back. I would say pitching. Okay. When I played baseball for years, I remember being, um, Oh, this will go back. This is all going to tie in. <laughs> to met Dan Marino. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's, it's going back to Dan Marino. I promise you. I remember practicing for baseball, um, at the mountain Juliet putt putt. They had the batting cages. Okay. But there's also a guy that would go there and would do pitching and hitting lessons. Okay. So we would go. It's and also right across the street from the baseball field. Um, we would we would go there, and I remember practicing a lot for that. And like out in the backyard, we had those little nets. Yeah. And we had a little square where it was like, here's a strike zone. And I remember just like a bucket of balls, pitching and pitching and pitching. Then, um, to where I was like on the all star team and I was a pitcher. Like, okay, that worked. Um, now I'm gonna tell you a story of something that didn't work. <laughs> when I went to my middle school, private school, uh, there, um, I think there was four boys in the entire middle school that didn't play football. I mean, it was like 60 kids on the football team. It was yeah. massive. Um, so when I went to that school, I was like, I'm, but I'd never played football before. I played yeah. baseball. I played hockey. I don't know. Football was not it. My mom was like, you're, you're going to get hurt. <laughs> but, but it was like, it was a thing. So I was yeah. like, all right, I'm going to play football. And so when you go out, they're basically like, and you're a new kid, they're like, what do you want to play? I was like, I don't know. I want to be quarterback. <laughs> Dan Marino. Yeah. I want to be a quarterback. And they're like, okay, sure, kid. Like, you, you've never played football before. You're in sixth grade. You think you're going to just be like a quarterback? And I was like, absolutely. <laughs> um, so the way that works is like uh, there's one of like eight quarterbacks on the team. Yeah. So you do your practicing and all that stuff. But I remember going out. I'm an only child too. I don't have a little, I don't have like a sibling to throw with. Yeah. I remember going out in our front yard and like setting up like a trash can and like running and like throwing at it. <laughs> like I'm here doing drills. <laughs> uh, my neighbors thought that was the weirdest thing. Um, kind of find out was not quarterback end up being a end up being a lineman the next like six years of football there you go and stuck with that that's the opposite of quarterback that was the opposite of quarterback <laughs> but just something where you practice and practice and practice over and over again um to get good at i think a lot of christians and i know for myself if i fail at something too many times yeah i'm out yeah that's that's not my gift that's not my talent god can use somebody else or that's not where it is and paul's like this word of practice, I really believe it's like, you're not going to get it right a lot. Yeah. You're going to fail a bunch, but mm. it doesn't mean quit. Mm. It means keep going, keep going, keep going. Um, in all the ways that it means to be a Christian, loving and serving and showing grace and what you think about and what you speak about and how you help and all of these things. He's like, you're going to mess up. Yeah. Don't lose heart. Yeah. The peace of God is with you. Yeah. So let that peace guard your heart to know, okay, it's still okay. I failed. Let's keep going. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of people are afraid to do it because they're afraid that they're going to fail. Yeah. And so they're like, I don't even want to try. And he's like, do it. Like there's nothing to lose because hmm. you're going to learn from that experience. Right. Every act you tried to make, you learn from that experience. Mm -hmm. Every, um, Every juggling deal where you <laughs> you learned, oh no, I know I, I'm I got to hold it this way. I got to move this way. Um, it's the same way with our Christian life. Yeah, of learning from it. Yeah, I I just 
was was reading back through this and this little section starts with the peace of God Mm -hmm. and then it sort of ends with the God of peace and to me you know what Paul is kind of driving at here is that uh, the peace of God is both the the vehicle by which we live out this life Uh it's by abiding in dwelling on uh, centering our hearts on the peace of God that we are able to live this way but the but the goal is also the peace of God. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like if you're anxious, you know, give it to God. Trust him and that peace that passes understanding is going to take over your heart in a way that will allow you to live out this life. I'm trying to look at this quote. Uh, John 14. Uh, peace, peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Uh, do not be afraid. Mm. I, I just kind of think about that of like that idea of this is all about peace, right? right? Even it's like, I'm going to give you peace. I'm going to leave you peace. I am peace. Yeah. Know that there is peace here. And Jesus talking that way. Yeah. Um, and how much we need to wrap our minds around peace and, and and you know we talked about it last week I, I don't know that we talk about that enough i yeah. think from the pulpit yeah um and i know i don't with the students it's more of action doing going mm. going go yeah. do get better get better do the practicing part of this yeah but sometimes of that is the sit and acknowledge the peace part of it yeah which will also fuel you for the practice yeah that's right also guard you when your hearts when you do that as well yeah um there's a holistic view in this. Yeah, for sure. It's cyclical. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. That's what I was trying to uh, word. You have to uh, uh, create space to experience the peace of God, which is going to then <laughs> give you the energy and the activation yeah. to live out uh, the peace of God yeah. towards other people. But then you're going to have to go back and, and, you, and, to, and yeah, you know, you it's, to like recharge. Yeah, that's right. You have to you have to go back. But um, but the peace is from God. We can't manufacture that or get it some other way. It's like it's all rooted in. God's peace yeah. that he offers to us. Which is rooted in God's love, mm-hmm. which is rooted in God's mercy, which mm-hmm. is in his grace. And all that, all that. All the, all the, all the God things mm. uh, with it being rooted into. Um, a final word to leave the people. Oh. I don't have one. I was asking you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I say final word, an encouraging word. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Encouraging word. Um from this verse, I'd say, go out, mm. um, practice, and it is okay to fail. Yeah. I think we say this all the time. God is not searching for perfection in what you do. He is searching for you to be faithful in what you do. Yeah. And so go practice. Yeah. Go practice loving people and loving God. And when you mess up, go back to God's arms and mm. to that peace. And he's yeah. going to be like, all right, well, I'm here for you tomorrow when we try again. Yeah. Um, you guys can get it. That's good. Yeah. Community. Ooh. Community. Paul. Learning and yeah. seeing and hearing. Paul, Paul and never claims that he came up with this gospel message. What he no. says is he received it. Yeah. 
And as he received it, he passed it along. And now as he's passing it along to the Philippians, he's calling yeah. them to pass it on. It's like, like a, uh, who are you receiving from? A biblical um, uh, pyramid scheme. Yeah, that's right. It's <laughs> <laughs> not a scheme. <laughs> who model. are you receiving from? Yes. And who are you passing it on to? Yeah, that's what, that's what we're called to do. Yep. If it stops with you, then no bueno. Yeah. Then what's the point? Yep. Share that that's, love. That's that's very selfish. Yeah. Oh, I'm receiving all this. It's like, what are you passing on to? Well, no one. That's <laughs> it's my. No. Read your Bible, man. Like it's all about passing it on, learning yeah. and passing it on, and then you learn from passing it on. Yeah. And again, it's this bigger picture deal. That's right. Um, well, hey, episode five o is in the books. A little shorty. Kind of, yeah. A little shouty episode. <laughs> Last week was one hour. Yeah. We Typically, people- like, we, we settle in right around an hour, yeah. whether we want to or not. Yeah. Uh, and then typically, we also get text messages that say, I wish this was seven minutes long. Yeah, that's right. Uh, this is way too long of a podcast. And I'm like, my bad. This is not the podcast for you. But it's also from our good friends <laughs> yeah, that right. are like, I just don't, ha- I don't drive that much. I don't have time to listen to it. And I'm like, sorry. Like, you need like a... Hot takes. Hot takes from it. Or you or you could be like my wife, and she puts it on like times three. Whoa. And we sound weird. I want to know what I sound like at times three. I'm going to find out. I was playing this the other night, doing the sound stuff for this. This was probably like a week or so ago. I was doing the sound stuff for this, and um, she heard the intro music. She yeah. goes, I've never heard it that slow. Get that. Um well, shout out Mary Beth, who is now calling me right now. That's weird. Uh, Answer it. I, I know. I'll answer it here in a second. Uh, well, guys, episode 50 in the books. Rate, review, subscribe, email, all the fun things. You can see it all in our show notes. Give us a five-star rating. Pass it on to your friends. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like, uh, it's like you, you leave your body and you just go into this just, string just, of things. Yeah, like I Justin's just, not even here anymore. I just so much. It's podcast so much. promoting machine. Oh, yeah. And I also listen to a lot of podcasts, <laughs> so it's all the same stuff, right? Like, make sure you do this, yeah. subscribe. Yeah, that's good. Um, well, cool, guys. We'll see y'all. Have a good Thursday, and... We'll catch you next week for episode 51. Yes. Peace.